0: Get road trip ready with a service checkup at your local Chevy dealer. They can save you time and money and get the job done right the first time, worry-free. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for current service specials or to schedule a test drive.
1: He's in the studio. Welcome to the studio, U.S. Navy vet, Art Ellingson. So Arlington Heights, but grew up on the northwest side of Chicago. Yeah, I grew up on the northwest
0: side, went to Edison Elementary School, Taft High School, class of 68, And then Illinois State
1: University after the Navy and after Vietnam. So 50 years ago today, the last combat troops leave South Vietnam. Do you remember that day? I was
0: in college at Illinois State at the time, but an active member of the Navy Reserve. But that's
1: not the end of the Vietnam War. That's just when the Army pulled out and you've become somewhat of a historian. You speak on behalf of a lot of Vietnam vets whose voices haven't been heard. Tell everybody about what happened in Chicago today, the the celebration, so well, to speak. Well,
0: at 14 East Wacker Drive, in the lower level of Wacker Drive, the north side of Wacker Drive, the south side of the river, there's a Chicago Vietnam Memorial Wall. And there was a commemoration event there with about 100 veterans, of which I knew about half of them. Uh, At about 9 o'clock this morning, Uh, several TV stations, including WGN, covered that event. And after that, I went over to pick up my keys at the polling place because I'm an election judge in Chicago and uh, by then I had a phone call from you guys and uh, headed over here.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't miss your picture in the paper. And we thought we certainly wanted to get you on to share a few stories and, and to share the history that you have of the ship that you served on. And you said one of the people that was with you today was from Woodstock, and he was there. Well, the, the guy from
0: Woodstock, Stan Johnson, whose picture was in the front page of the Daily Herald along with me, uh, he's actually in Texas right now. But uh, he was on the ship.
1: Yeah, when I say there, I mean he was there on that ship. He was there because in, there's quite in, a history in with May this. of seventy five.
0: But when people say this is the end of the Vietnam War, I say, well, the last forty one guys who, whose name are on the wall in Washington died between May twelve and May 15 of nineteen seventy five. And the last eighteen died on May fifteenth. Now, Stan Johnson was a couple years younger than me. He was on the Wilson at the time, and he lives in Woodstock. And he was interviewed by the. Uh, the Daily Herald last uh, last weekend, but he's in Texas at the moment. Uh, I spent two hours being interviewed by the Daily Herald. They took tons of pictures, and only two of them. That's how it up.
1: works. They want to make sure they get the picture they need for the front of their paper.
0: That's how that works. So, uh, but it was it was interesting to to talk to those uh, reporters.
1: I think there are people alive today, not probably people listening to this radio station, who aren't really aware of what it was like for you guys when you came home from the Vietnam War.
0: Well, I remember coming home. We pulled into San Diego Pier 2 at the 32nd Street Naval Station on December 18th, 1971. Within four hours, I was at the airport with five bags ready to go home. I bought a standby ticket at half price. The lady at United Airlines said, you've got five bags, you're only allowed two. Well, I just came home from Vietnam. So, oh, you just came home from Vietnam? Wonderful. We'll take off five bags for free. We won't charge you extra. So I got a half-price standby ticket. They boarded me on the next plane an hour later. Ten minutes after boarding that plane, they call up my seat number. Please get your stuff and bring it to the front. I was being bounced by a college hippie girl. She was able to buy a standby ticket at one-third off, meaning she paid more money than I did. So she bounced me from that United flight. Uh And I was sent across the hall, no more than 100 feet, to an American Airlines flight, put it in the back row. And with all my stuff, and five minutes later, they called my seat number out again, come up to the front. I was being bounced by another college hippie girl. Oh, my gosh. But when I got to the front of the plane, she says, ha-ha, I get your seat. And I looked at her and said, I just smiled. And the waitress, waitress, the the stewardess, as I was leaving the plane, grabbed my shoulder and said, wait a minute. And she, the college girl, went down the aisle, they, they put the curtain back, we've got a seat for you up here in first class. So I flew first class home on American Airlines. Wow. I bet that's the airline you've chosen ever since. Um, I've United and America. I have a cousin who worked for United, so I, I do have some loyalty <laughs> for the hometown airline. And actually, United became a client of mine several years ago as well.
1: Art Ellingson is in the studio today. Is the 50th anniversary that the last combat troops left Vietnam, but as he pointed out, that doesn't mean it was the end of the war. It's just that the combat troops left. And the ship that you served on, the Henry B. Wilson they, um, it, it's, I, you know, I was reading the story in the Daily Herald and about the gentleman from Woodstock and his participation in some of those last missions. Tell me about the stories you hear when you're at the VFW from other Vietnam vets. There are
0: lots of them, and I couldn't begin to tell you what goes on. But I'm a member of VFW 9284 in Elk Grove Village. And we were, I was there, I was trying to think, was, was it last night, today's, What day is today? The 29th. Today is Wednesday. Last night I was there for an officer's meeting of the VFW in Elk Grove Village. And at the same time, I was on a computer at the same time with a meeting of the Cook County Veterans Assistance Commission. I think it's officially called the VACCC, Veterans Assistance Commission of Cook County. Now, in Lake County, by law, they're supposed to give five point something percent of their revenue to the Veterans Commission of their county. Now, that applies to all counties in Illinois, except counties which have a population above 3 million, which means Cook County is exempt. Now, there is approximately 10 times more veterans living in Cook County than Lake County. Lake County, by law, gets $5 million. Cook County only gives us about a $1 million to help the, the 10 times more veterans. So we're having a town hall meeting April 20th where we're going to be talking about this. We've, we're inviting all of the Cook County commissioners to attend this meeting it will be at the River Grove American Legion post. It's American Legion and VFW share the same building in River Grove. But that'll be six o'clock, April 20th, uh, a couple of weeks from now.
1: How old were you when you arrived in Vietnam? I was 20 and a half approximately. And how old are you now? Just turned seventy-two, and I'm guessing the past fifty-two years, have, you've given, you've given of yourself, not just to your, not just to your, you know, to the military, but have given of yourself. If you're an election judge today, it means you're still serving the country.
0: Yeah, and I'm an officer in three different veteran groups. I'm the treasurer of Vietnam Veterans Chapter Three Eleven. Uh, we meet at the American Legion Hall in our, in uh, Des Plaines. uh I'm the commander of the American Legion Post 216 in Elk Grove Village, which meets usually at the library until the pandemic. And then we moved over to the VFW hall. I'm also the service officer of VFW 9284 in Elk Grove Village.
1: How how busy are the VFW clubs these days? Our club has not been
0: very busy since the pandemic. Of yep. course, everybody's paranoid about these masks. And of course, if you actually read the, the, the studies about the mask, you know that masks don't work.
1: And are you getting younger guys in and younger gals in now, or is it predominantly Vietnam vets?
0: It's predominantly older guys because the current group of veterans of the, uh, the war in the Middle East, the, the war on terror, they, they've created their own veterans group. Mm. When I came it, home from Vietnam, I was not welcomed in the VFW in Park Ridge. Because Vietnam wasn't a war, according to the World War II vets who ran the VFW at the time.
2: Mm-hmm. Art, right, right, let me ask you about that, because from what I've heard, there's a similar conflict between the... I know I'm speaking above you in your ears here, but... Um, uh,
1: Steve's in another studio, yeah, so... <laughs> you
2: know how there was friction between World War II vets and Vietnam vets? That There's the same thing now with Vietnam vets and Gulf War vets. Can you speak to that?
0: I've never seen any conflict between Gulf War vets and current Vietnam veterans. I've never seen that. And that we do have some in other posts. I see them at uh, American Legion District Nine meetings. I see them at VFW District Four meetings. So I don't. I've never seen conflict between those two groups.
2: And yet, you're not all together at to a VFW like you used to be.
0: In some posts, we are in uh, Elk Grove Village. We have very few members. I mean, we had we had two or three young youngsters came in, uh, about 38 years old each. Uh, they transferred in from another VFW post and one of them is a United Airlines pilot and flies a KC-135 airplane when she's and she's on active she was recalled active duty so she's on active duty somewhere right now and uh of course she she had to get the vaccine like Everybody in active duty had to get the vaccines. And she told me she spent a week in a hospital because she was damaged by the vaccine.
1: What do you want to say today on the 50th anniversary of the last combat troops leaving South Vietnam about your service, about the Vietnam War, before we send it over to the newsroom so Steve can do his thing? What did you want to share with our audience?
0: The biggest thing is that the government has not been telling us the truth about a lot of things. The Vietnam War began with the Gulf of Tonkin incident where we supposedly had Vietnamese ships firing on the USS Turner Joy, and we've learned since then that didn't happen. So the whole Vietnam War was based upon a lie.
2: You're telling me the Gulf of Tonkin uh, didn't happen? Correct. Well, that goes contrary to most studies and facts. And, and, Art, you brought up a few things here. I just can't let them go about uh, vaccines not working and masks not working. And, uh, you know, I, I just I don't agree with you there, and I feel like I would be irresponsible if I didn't point that out.
0: Well, I know more people have died from the vaccines than have died from COVID-19. Oh, that that is not true. The government's own website says 33,000 people have died from the vaccines. The government's own website.
1: Um, So... Art, is this something that you all talk about at the VFW? Is everybody on board with that thought process?
0: They're not all on board, but two years ago this week, a guy named Bill, I won't mention his last name, he told me, I'm getting the shot tomorrow, they're safe and effective. And he got the shot the next day, and he died the next
1: day from a heart attack. Well, I'm here, and I've gotten all the shots, and I haven't had any problems. as
2: am I. Yeah. And I certainly appreciate your work and your service, Art. We absolutely
1: do. Thank you so much for being here in the studio today. We appreciate it.